The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer talk all about AEW Dynamite. Obviously, top to bottom. Also, the great segment between Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland with a little bit of Prince Nana, of course. And then we're going to see a new signee on Saturday at Full Gear. Who is it? We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Tommy, my first question to start off a Thursday edition of Busted Open is, after watching Dynamite last night, are you more invested in what we're going to see Saturday night at Full Gear? Oof, right off the bat. Um, the go home show is supposed to entice you to want to spend your hard earned money to watch the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view, uh, has some interesting matches and it's supposed to further your storylines. I'm right now. Um, I would say my answer would be no. I'm more excited to see what's going to happen on Friday on collision to see whether or not I want to uh, shell down my cash for full gear. I feel collision is going to, I don't want to say a bigger show, but there was just, there needs some more enticement on my side uh, to get it. Cause again, I'm, I'm interested in some matches. I think some angles were promoted. Other angles I feel were kind of like, Hmm. Also don't know how, if the Ontario crowd affected me in the sense of they weren't off the hook, like an AEW crowd, or maybe it was just another, an audio issue where I didn't hear they were overly enthusiastic for the show. Um, there was, uh, as always, oh, with every television show, there's things I like. There was things I did not like. Yeah. And listen, we are going to get a lot of AEW before we get to Saturday, Friday, we're getting collision. We're getting rampage. And then an hour preview of Full Gear. So there's going to be a big block of AEW programming on Friday night. Going head-to-head with SmackDown as well. And SmackDown's going to be a big episode for the WWE because we're getting very close to Survivor Series that's taking place in just a couple of weeks. But, Tommy, I think you're absolutely right. For the flagship show, which Dynamite is, 
I don't know if that show last night, and listen, we're going to watch Full Gear. We're going to be talking about it next week here on Busted Open. But if I'm somebody that was on the fence of whether I wanted to get that pay-per-view or not, I don't know if that show last night, at least for me, got me to, hey, I'm going to pluck down my money to watch that pay-per-view on Saturday. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like... I can't really put my finger on it. Maybe it's like what you said. Maybe it was the crowd last night. It seemed a little bit flat for an AEW Dynamite. Couldn't really get a good look at the crowd, but didn't seem like it was a packed house either. A lot of times that crowd helps. You know, I always said ECW back in the day, Ring of Honor. That crowd was almost like another personality, another character. The AEW crowd used to be that way. I don't think it is, and it definitely wasn't last night. One of my favorite things that AEW does do is though it's the like the preview show with the packages uh, yeah. leading into their bigger pay per view. I wish we saw some of those. Uh, give maybe a little bit more time to those as opposed to giving so much time for some of the matches, um, just to get me more heavily invested into full gear. Um, I want, I need more, especially on Collision. And Collision has to be a big, big show because, like you said, we're going head-to-head. The Friday Night Wars are now a thing. And, you know, WWE's uh, red hot. Can't even say they're white hot yet. They're red hot. And doing great business. And, you know, it's just how is these storylines going to progress, blah, blah, blah. It's something there was, like I said, there's positives and there was just, you know, more, I don't want to say more negatives, but I, again, I don't know if it was the, the, the crowd. Um, there even like promos, right. Uh, the positioning of MJF, uh, he's going for sympathy. He's not a sympathetic character. And I love MJF. Um, The people were behind him. But even, you know, with nobody, he's put himself in that situation. You know, he, we, we know it's not Adam uh, Cole's not his, his only friend. Now he's saying he's got more friends with the acclaimed, but that relationship really was formed one match. And then they got beat up. So it's like, how tight are you with these guys? If, you know, you saw one guy get thrown through a window, I get it. But you were not willing to tag with any of them up until two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, uh, I, I, you know, he's used this before and he's a, he's a, just a much different character. You, You have very, very special characters in AEW. And their strong points and positiveness with those characters, like, again, MJF is is not sympathetic. MJF, he had it in his promo with the when he talked about being bullied, but then he kind of screwed you over. Uh, I'm most interested in the reveal of who's behind the mask. Don't know if I'm going to get that. I at least like that MJF said it. Um, I'm interested in Hangman and Swerve. Why? They talked me into it. 
and that was more character development and their positives were pushed forward. And finally the baby face page getting one up on the heel, listening to the rules. Beautiful that, Hey, if you guys touch, you're going to be suspended. I would have, you know, gone a little further with that in this, but in the sense of like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to wrestle for the rest of 2023. All right. How much money am I going to be fined? Still was a great payday. I really enjoyed it. Um, Especially like him going after Nana, knowing he can't touch Swerve, going after Prince Nana. I thought that was great. Yes. Um, if I could have tweaked that, I would have left the ring with the microphone on the apron said, oh, yeah, by the way, he said, I can't touch you, Swerve. But that doesn't... Uh, say I couldn't touch you, Nana, and I would have hit the buckshot there. One move stating, if I hit you with that, you're knocked out. And I would have had Nana never get to his feet, even after the punches. Like, Nana is beat the shit out of, he's he can't get up. He's a manager. Uh, that would be my only tweak with that, but I really, really enjoyed that. Again, having you invested I thought they did a great job opening the show in the sense of this happened last week. Here we go to here. Um, but to answer your initial question, I'm on the fence. I'm going to watch it anyway. Why? Because I love pro wrestling. But then it's more so there was a lot of factors last night. That's why I'm I'm really into collision. I want to see a more storyline with, you know, uh, the sting, Christian, Darby Allen. I mean, we had a great interview with Nick Wayne. Great. Why? Because I got to know more about Nick Wayne, and that's more of how people get invested into why people are wrestling, not so much a commentator talking about it. Um, that was, I mean, I guess that would be my only criticism. I had no real issues with uh, the main event. I got it. It was a special type of deal with uh, Sega being involved. I liked uh, the baby faces walking in kind of Reservoir Dogs style. I thought the match was had some great moments. But that feud kind of came to an end and isn't being paid off uh, at full gear. Um, you know, WWE at, the at times has done safe shows uh, leading into a big show because, why wow, you don't want to let your talent get hurt. Uh Nothing was wrong with execution wrestling wise um, with any of the talents, uh, just in my opinion, just I wanted to see a little bit more further advancing of storylines and not being told by the announcers. I like to be told by the wrestlers. I enjoyed the backstage with Kenny and uh, the Young Bucks and, you know, the Young Bucks being in their hometown, love seeing them uh, wrestle, then cheating, and then being acknowledged for cheating and, you know, having Matt be like, yeah, you know, this is the best version of us. I think that's a cool, a cool little thing. And, get, and getting Jericho booed being... and then like them getting booed in their hometown. Like I thought that was quite interesting too. having the cheat to win. And then actually the fans starting to boo them. I thought that was a little bit of a change and interesting going into Saturday. And smart that they did, you know, most people, and I'm the biggest Young Bucks supporter. I love the Young Bucks. Always loved their work. Um, their most wrestlers don't want to get booed in their hometown. Uh, I'll never forget the greatest heel 
ravishing Rick Rude would want to murder you if you were a heel and wanted to get pops. Uh, I've I've sat with him. I've ridden him in cars, and he was like, wait a minute. And he would be like, why was this person doing this? Who cares that they're from there? Um, that type of situation. So kudos for them to do it like that. Like I said, um, it, it, I need to see more on collision. Also, maybe that crowd needs to just be a little bit different because at times they were just like almost silent. And, you know, uh, I've, I've been to a lot of sporting events. I've been to more sporting events more so than ever. Uh, when the Mets, were in last place and doing nothing and those crowds were alive because why it was free bobblehead night the game was also really really good it didn't matter that the team was in last place the crowd made the game great and then i've also been to games where they're losing six nothing by the sixth inning and it's just like you know you could literally hear the referee go ball because the (laughs) people just aren't into it uh Hopefully somebody, you know, people, if they were at the show, could call in, let us know how it was there. Um, but that That's it. Those would be my my major criticisms of uh, what I saw last night. And, you know, you and I, I, I love, I love Dynamite. Um, I want it to be the ultimate alternative to WWE kind of what ECW was. We would always compare it to that. But now WWE's, it, it's kind of this, there was a gray area when WWE started doing everything that we were doing in ECW. So we had to change it. And we yeah. did. And we were successful and, at it. And I think, I, I think AEW is in that weird spot right now where they're still trying to find out who they are. I think at the beginning, you're right. They were the alternative. They were different stars that you didn't see in the WWE. And I think now it's a weird mix where I don't know if the fans are entirely buying in. We talked about the face heel situation in AEW. There's certain stories where it's apparent. There's other stories where, again, I, I don't know. When you see an Orange Cassidy in the ring with a John Moxley, I still think the, the fans are kind of fractured on who they want to get behind and who they want to cheer for. I think it's the same thing, Tommy, with MJF. Now, MJF is trying to get that sympathy. I agree with you 100% of what you said about with his friends. It was just like three weeks ago. He wanted, he thought Max Caster was like a stalker. Get away from me. I don't want you guys. I don't like you guys. I don't want to be around you guys. And now it's like he's completely invested on what happened last week. You know, we've seen that MJF where we know he's the devil but yet he's trying to get the sympathy from the crowd just to give him that knockout punch. We saw that was the whole foundation of the story with CM Punk. That wasn't that long ago. I think a lot of fans feel that now with MJF and where it's leading to. And you're right. Who's behind that devil mask? Is it MJF? Is it Britt Baker? We're guessing that there's got to be a major payoff for that. The longer it goes, we need a major payoff, but let me ask you this quick. And we've already gotten a lot of phone calls that want to talk about Dynamite. Definitely want to get a lot of calls, Tommy, from people who are at Dynamite. I want to kind of get a gauge of what that crowd was like. I thought that was a great question by you. But I think, to me, it still revolves around the world championship. MJF is your AEW world champion, Tommy. Are you buying in to the main event for full gear? You know, after watching all these weeks, watching the promos between Jay White and MJF and what we saw and how Dynamite ended last night, 
Are you buying into the main event? If, and do you think there's any chance at all that Jay White could beat MJF Saturday night at full gear? Uh, hey, you never know in pro, pro wrestling. Uh, I'm more into the who's behind the mask. And I know I'm also going to get a good to great match with MJF and Jay White. Uh, like I said, MJF has proved all the doubters wrong about his in-ring ability. And, the, you know, he has it. He's got he's got it all. Um, I think it's going to be a moment if he gets that title back. Um, <clears throat> so I know I'm going to have a great match in that. I think the bigger question is if MJF wants to be this type of babyface, if he promises he's going to reveal or he's going to find out who that person is at full gear, that is a selling point. Um, but if you do it, if you want to continue it, because it is an intriguing storyline, I would I would introduce that masked person live uh, at the show uh, at full gear, where it's the first in. I wouldn't reveal it then, but to answer your question, I think I'm going to get a great match out of it. Um, I don't know who the winner is. I don't. I mean, I just. That's not really my concern. All right. Is the money in MJF being a baby face, which it seems like he is right now, or being a heel? Oof. To to go back to just one thing that you had said, I don't care that MJF doesn't have his title. It, it, and that's what I should care about. Um, like I said, he's not a sympathetic character. If, you know, we know he's the champion, um, he's not that type of person that would... I know it means everything to him and he's put, they've, they've done a great job of putting all, but that's not my main, like, Oh, I got to see him have that title back. Like that title is everything to him. I know it. Eventually I know he'll get it back. Um, and when I talk about sympathy and I talk about sympathetic characters, um, <clears throat> it's hard to, it was hard to feel bad for Steve Austin. Why? Because he's Steve Austin. Yeah. He's the ass kicker. But I can feel bad for the Sandman. He was an ass kicker, but then I'd be like, oh, crap. Like, Sandman may be hurt. Uh, hard to get sympathy on Rob Van Dam because, you know, he's this great wrestler. And eventually, I, you know, I want to point to my shoulders. And, but, oh, he'll come back and he'll have a great match. Even like, you know, I seen Rob do when Rob broke his leg, you know, wrestling. And then he was out and wrestlers would go after that injured leg that he really broke. It's hard to get sympathy on him. Why? Because they expected a great match out of him there. It's different type of people. It was impossible to get heat uh, sympathy on Crow sting and everybody would beat him up. Why? Because he was the loner. He was an unsympathetic character. He's based out, out of revenge. I don't feel bad for him because I know at the end of the day, he's going to get what he is. Different type of people, different type of characters in the history of wrestling. So and my I, question, I your question, my question was, is the money in MJF being a baby face or <clears throat> being a heel? Uh, um, I love what they're doing. MJF. I don't, I don't have that answer because I like the positioning of Wardlow coming after him. 
but I liked Wardlow being a babyface going yes. after him. So then for that would be a heel. Joe going after him. Joe is a tweener. Uh, people like to cheer Joe, even though Joe can get heel reactions. Um, MJF is the is the most unique babyface I've ever seen in wrestling. He does remind me of Roddy Piper. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, Tommy, again, you and I are always on the same uh, brain length. I, I tell you what, it's exactly what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper, to me, was one of the greatest heels of all time. Why? Because he was an asshole, right? He just got under your skin. He didn't give a shit about anybody. He would say right to your face what he felt about you. He didn't care if he kicked you in the balls verbally. And then when he became a babyface, he got so big that they made him a babyface. But you know what? It never worked for me, him being a babyface. He was not nearly as entertaining as a babyface because, and that's not a knock on Roddy Piper as a babyface. It's more about he was such a unique heel and so different than any other heel. That's what made him great. It's the same thing with MJF. We talked about MJF being the best heel in all of pro wrestling. Why? Because he was so unique. He had no problem going where no other wrestler would go. He had no fear in him as a heel. He's so unique. As a babyface, he's just another babyface. But when he was a heel, there was nobody that could touch him. It's so unique. So, like, I, 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 I flat out don't like him as a babyface. Because I know what he can do as a heel. Uh, again, why he's one of the greatest heels, ravishing Rick Rude. He would say things that we would wait for the payoff, all you New Jersey sweat hogs, which you were. David. Yeah, I was. Um, we waited for his, his uh, delivery. You know, you didn't chant it with him. Why? Because he always changed it. So that was one. He was good looking. He was. He had a great body. He had everything. Why didn't we ever cheer him? Because of everything that he did in the ring. When Piper was a heel, Piper would go for the throat of everybody. Even when they were cheering him, he would go out of their his way to... I just had a deep dive conversation with a top heel and it's like we we're talking about booking and he was like it was a lot easier to be a booker and be a heel back in the day as opposed to it is now one you know and that has nothing even to do with social media it's like there's just things you can't do because of this the times that we have think of like famous angles if you know greg valentine rick flair uh I, I could go down the list of how many times they ripped up Jay Strongbow or Wahoo McDaniel's ceremonial headdress. You can't do that today. I, I, I get that, Tommy, but the the beauty about MJF is that he didn't give a shit about that. Like, he Correct. didn't care about if uh, I'm, I'm, I'm threatening to but be now canceled. Or people. I, I know, and that's that. So that's what makes that now the uniqueness is gone. Here's a guy. Right or wrong, whether you agree with it or not, he's a handicapped person would come up 
at a meet and greet and ask for an autograph. And he goes, you know, I'm better than you. You know why? Because I could get up, up out of this chair and walk away. And you hear that and you're like, oh, my God, what a fucking asshole this guy is. I want to go up there and I want to fucking take a swing at this guy because he's such a piece of shit. Well, and guess this what? Th- what? He won't be able to do that ever again. He won't. It won't be the same. It won't be no. the same. He, you know, that's what I'm saying. He had, whether you like it or not, he had the balls to do that because he understood what it took to be a heel, and he did not care. Being a babyface for MJF, it's just anybody could do that. Anybody could be that. But he had such a uniqueness as a heel. I'm, I'm with, and there's a part of me too that's waiting for that other shoe to drop. Is he gonna fuck us again? But again, Tommy, if he does that again, he can never do that either because he's already done that. Well, I'm, again, that's what like, I'm afraid if of. If he does, if he does, uh, f you over. You kind of see it coming, but also are you going to be that cared? It's like, ah, he's my scumbag. I expected him to do that. Yeah, because he's my asshole. And everybody's if got you broke asshole. up with a girl that cheated on you and you get back with her. You know, eventually she's going to cheat on you again. It's just human nature. Yeah. So it's like, ah, why should I feel bad for you? She again, did I don't I don't understand why you got to bring my second wife into the conversation. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven. Fight 93. I I just don't know. And it's making me, it's making it very difficult for me as a fan to buy in. Again, I know MJF and Jay White's going to be a great match. You know why? Because they're both great wrestlers. And MJF is a great wrestler. But I just feel some of that uniqueness that he had as a heel. and And maybe it's the fans that are to blame, Tommy, for not buying in for liking him so much that they now cheered him and it was almost forced to make that move. But it makes me difficult and it makes me miss who MJF used to be because who was my favorite wrestler, Tommy? Whoever stepped into the ring with MJF. That's who my favorite wrestler was. And that is now lost. The number one pro wrestling show on the planet, Busted Open, is available seven days a week by subscribing and downloading the Busted Open podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Join me alongside two WWE Hall of Famers, Mark Henry and Bully Ray, the hardcore legend, Tommy Dreamer, plus Thunder Rosa and Mickey James, all week long as we break down everything going on in and out of the ring. Listen to Busted Open right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Prince Nana knows where the money is. That's why he's with Swerve Strickland right now. Love this segment. Uh, enjoyed it. Like I said, my one thing I would have changed was doing it from the apron when I leave, and then I would have hit him with the uh, – what is that called again? The flippy – Oh, yeah. Are, are you talking about – yeah, but you, you're uh, with his, with his uh, um, buckshot lariat. That's it, the buckshot. 
I wonder who created the buckshot. Was it Chris Canyon or was it uh, Easy Money of ECW fame? It's whoever did it first. Very good question, my friend. Yes, Paul. I just have a quick question for you, Tommy. Do you think, because you brought this up earlier in the show about um, the thing that you might do differently. Just did it make sense for him to be punching Nana with nothing that Swerve could do about it as a way to play head games rather than the one buckshot lariat? Like, there was literally nothing that Swerve could do but but just watch his boy get, like, a beatdown. Like, did that all, could could that have also made sense just as a head game? Oh, no. I mean, I would have, because Nana is a manager, I would have one punch, knocked him out. I would have put the boots gotcha. to him the whole time as I'm putting the boots to him. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's getting in your head. The guy broke into your house. He committed a crime. As a, someone who was recently a crime was committed, I was stabbed and can't go to the police either, ladies and gentlemen, because they say, oh, it's pro wrestling. But things happen in real time. When your daughters say, Dad, did you get stabbed? Why are people telling me that, that you got stabbed? And I'm like, oh, I got stabbed. I'm like, well, why don't you go to the police and have them arrested? Well, it's wrestling. I can't. And I was really stabbed. I was stabbed twice that weekend. Once by a garbage can, once by a fork. Anyway, because uh, you're also goading the guy um, to do it. I remember straight up because I did something with Raven. And I was like, just hit me, bro. All I need you to do is hit me, and then I'm going to beat the living crap out of you. I did that behind the scenes as well as in the ring. I was like, come on, just do it, do it. You're trying to goad somebody that you hate to do it because you know I'm going to destroy this person. Great segment. Um, and also because that the buckshot is such a unique move, always gets a reaction, and just the one hit right in front of the guy is a bigger payoff as opposed to no-name security. It's still got the a great reaction. Uh, and, you know, I would have had, if I'm Swerve, I would have literally carried Nana on my shoulders up the ramp. Like, hey, you took out my friend. If he's a scumbag Swerve, he don't care about him, I would have left him there. Excuse me, on the floor. Yeah. But he does care about him because, uh, you know, Paige got to him. He receded him for breaking into his house and doing horrible things. So and love the in segment. Got me invested more into the match. Why are two people fighting? They told me, and I loved it. And there's, and again, I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. There is a clear cut baby face and heel when it comes yeah. to this match as well. You know, like a lot of the matches that we see sometimes in AEW, that's not the case. Clear-cut babyface, clear-cut heel, very good story being told going in. Great go-home segment last night on Dynamite. To me, that was the segment of the entire show, was that segment that we saw in the first hour between those two. Dave, um, when you got divorced, did you have to sit across the table from your ex-wife at a, in front of a lawyer? Yes. Were there at times maybe she wasn't telling the truth? Yes. And you have to sit there and take it. Yeah. That's what those segments do. I have been in court cases and I'll be like, this person's lying, straight up lying. And well, they have, they get to say there, but even though it's a lie, um, I've dealt with that way too many times, but those are situations where you're like, Oh God, like why would she do this? Or man, I just, 
love to just shut her up. That's what they did with Swerve and Page last night. Got me so interested. I loved it. And, and you know, Hangman Page is a great example of an over baby face that can go from here to here. And by here is he's not in the title pitcher, but he could be in the title pitcher tomorrow with uh, a feud with Swerve. Swerve's another one where his stock keeps on rising, where he could go to the main event um, for the world title. And MJF has a lot of people gunning for him. But uh, I really, really like segments like that uh, because there's there's real-life banter where people are like, oh, and then there's a payoff at the end, whether it's babyface up or heel up because this situation was just going to be a war of the words. We know we can't touch. We're going to listen to Tony Schiavone. But then, oh, wait a minute. I got the manager. Great job. Great execution. Who needs the victory more, Hangman Page or Swerve? Mm, good call. I think whoever gets it goes higher on the card, gets the title pitcher. If you're going to go that route with MJF um, and keep him a baby face, you give it to Swerve. If you want to go that route and just have one hell of a match, you give it to Hangman. It's I mean, a great question, and the fact that I I think I think Swerve needs it more, Tommy, because I think Hangman Page at this point, because what he's been able to accomplish in AEW, I don't think a loss hurts Hangman Page at all. You can just put him in another direction or continue this feud, but I think it really does do a lot for Swerve. Major pay per view, major match, major story, and it would put him into the main event slot which I don't know if we've had Swerve in that position before. I, I really think this is a match that would do a lot more for Swerve. I know a lot of times wins and losses don't matter. I think a win would really help Swerve in this match on Saturday. It's an interesting case. Then I have to ask you this. Bigger match. MJF Swerve, MJF uh, Hangman. I think it's MJF Swerve, especially like you said, if MJF stays a babyface. Because I, I still feel like you need those babyface heel scenarios. Agreed. You know, so I, I think I think that would be a better matchup. And I and I would love to hear like Nana going back and forth with MJF. Like I like the fact that we didn't hear from Swerve at all last night, right? Pretty much he was quiet. During that entire segment, it was all about Hangman Page. Like I, I wouldn't mind if there's a story where we don't hear much from Swerve at all until the very end, and it's really Nana that's doing all the talking and drawing back and forth with MJF. I think it's a pretty compelling story. Uh, yep, you've convinced me. As well as Swerve moving up, you can easily have Nana cause interference, kind of screwing over your babyface. And he could go off and want to go after the um, embassy. Um, uh, you're right. There's people who do need wins and losses, especially in a company where they said wins and losses matter. Uh, Swerve could get it. And hey, listen, on both sides, great heels can keep their heat in loss. Great baby faces can still be over in loss as well. Yep. Did L.A. Knight's popularity wane 
since he lost to Roman Reigns? No. No, but it may take him out of the main event picture for now. Correct, but not taking away from his responses, the selling of his merch, and being an over-talent on an over-brand. And Hangman Page, I think, is over with the AEW crowd. Big time. Yeah, I don't think a loss to Swerve is going to hurt him in any way. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past. All available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. Tony Khan tweeted out this. AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known plus respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday on pay-per-view at full gear. So, Tommy, who do you think the new signee for AEW is. Hmm. It's a good teaser. Mm -hmm. Good way to make me see, huh? Who's this going to be? You have to look at legal legalese. Um, it can't be anyone who was released by WWE because they're, contracts are up at the end of December, beginning of January with, they have their 90 days. If they were an NXT talent, I believe it's for some, a 30 day window. Uh, So it might be one of them. It could be maybe because of his relationship with new japan it would be i feel i would make it much bigger if it would be will osprey but will's contract isn't up i believe they said january and i you know this is will stating not me having insider information uh and then there's the other people that are out there that you don't know um who they are like a, a yeah, sammy I mean- callahan Sammy, Sammy, Sammy is a free agent. Um, so uh, it could be some somebody like that. All right, but I'll ask you my question again. Who do you think Tony Khan is talking about? If you were to guess, who do you think it might be? I just said all my reasons. Like, I also don't know, like, Matt. I'm not asking for reasons. I'm asking for, I don't, who do I don't you think know. Gonna say? I don't like to play the guessing game. I like to play the like i like to give i guess facts like matt riddle i don't know when matt riddle was released and did they just want to sever ties right away so hey you're out and here you go you could sign with whoever after 30 days don't know if that's the case with riddle there's a few names out there let's say dolph ziggler i don't think it's dolph ziggler because his deal ends uh with everybody else that was out there So, you know, you're not going to go and say, hey, it's this person. 
like the tweet as well, it's not saying like this is going to be the biggest signing in AEW. So saying that's a good that's a good point because you're right. It says AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW. So when I read that, I kind of feel like that be a legend could that be somebody that's been around for a while um did i say best pro wrestlers like my guess if i had to bet my guess and i'm probably about 70 i'll put a stamp of like 75 percent on it i would think it's probably mercedes monet would probably be my guess that would be i would make such a bigger deal out of that that's where i say biggest free agents and you're going to see that on Dynamite. That's where you go out there. I have a big announcement. Those are those type where you, because if it is that person, because she's that big and she is a game changer for New Japan in the sense of she sold tickets and she got people into New Japan for what she is that that type of person. I would think that Mercedes instantly is the best women's wrestler you have on your roster, bar none. Like that uh, star power, probably uh, experience, respect. I think that would be right. I mean, I guess it would. You could mention Soraya, but Soraya hasn't really been used as much as we thought Soraya was going to be used. Mercedes instantly becomes the top of the card in your main eventer. And probably going after the championship, correct? Yes. And then I also wait for Britt Baker's return because that is a money match because Britt is money. Could it? I'm, I'm going to throw out a couple other names and tell me what you think and what the likelihood is. What about Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey. Oh, now you're right. talking again. Ronda Rousey, I believe, Friday night is wrestling for Sammy Callahan's promotion, Pro Wrestling Revolver, out in California Friday night. I'm sure we could check on that, but I'm pretty sure it's Friday night. Could it be a Ronda Rousey? And what do you think the reaction from the fans would be if it's Ronda Rousey? Um, I then go to the part of the tweet that the AEW fans would like. I don't know if the AEW fans would like her. She is a game changer as well. And now that you just said Sammy has a show out there, then maybe it is Sammy. Sammy was, you know, Sammy has a show out there. Sammy Callahan. Again, it, it could be anyone. And, and here's something that I have to remind people of is that don't forget. Remember when they made the announcement that Christian had signed with AEW. People are upset. We took phone calls. Oh, by the way, the show. Oh, so Paul, the the show for Pro Wrestling Revolver is tonight. Yes, so sir. The, so it's tonight. Yes, so there sir. you go. So that's tonight here on Thursday night. So good luck to to Sammy Callahan, Pro Wrestling Revolver, and that's going to be available on Fight TV. So make sure you check that out tonight. Um, so she's going to be in the in the area. Also, you mentioned Sammy Callahan. Maybe that's a possibility. But you talked about that AEW fans would like. The exact tweet is a little bit different. 
it's it's it says that it would be that they re- would respect. I think that fans respect okay. whether they like Ronda or not. I think fans respect Ronda Rousey, correct? I don't know what fans uh, sometimes think. Um, I know there was so much backlash when she came to WWE. Ronda's another game changer, especially, you know, for, yeah. for a company, especially for the women's division. Though, if it these says- are the people, then I'm looking at them differently in the sense of what I put out there. That's where, hey, Tony Khan has a big announcement. Those are big announcements. Yeah. You've named two really, really good ones so far. And and, and again, his line is a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. Doesn't say liked, says known and respected. Respect is a big thing. Respect is a big thing. I'll beat it into you, you sons of bitches. Uh, Two good ones so far. MJF actually tweeted and made a guess. Uh, Flip Gordon was uh, MJF's guess. Um, But that's very interesting. But I'm going to throw out another one. All right? I'm going to throw another hand grenade into the room here. Okay. Because I read this, and you can – I kind of see legend. Now, that legend could be Mercedes Monet. But I'm going to throw another one out there. And people have been predicting that this was going to happen. What about Goldberg? Uh, Paul, you have something to say? Does he fit the bill of known and respected by the AEW fans? I would say the answer to that is no. Wait, well, hold on a second. Wait a second. Oh, you, I, you think they love him? I didn't. That that's not what it says. It doesn't say about love. It says known and respected. Do you think he's respected? Yeah. I. How could you not respect Goldberg? I'm talking about the AEW fan base. Do you think the AEW fan base respects Goldberg? I think. I think respect is de- loved. No. Does the does the AEW fan want to see Goldberg? I would probably say no. But respected? I think the I think you have to respect somebody like Goldberg. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. He's known and respected. What's the matter? Hey, how could you not respect Goldberg? Like what did what has Goldberg done to not get a fan's respect? What's the match? Could be could be Wardlow. Goldberg and Wardlow. Very good. Big meaty men slapping meat. Uh, there's your match, but Wardlow has to continue to be. Uh, oh, Goldberg and Hobbs. That's another. Goldberg and Hobbs is another one. It's not bad. I... If hey, if Goldberg's music hit, that place would go. That would place would be unglued. I think so too. I, I so I brought up Mercedes. I brought up Ronda. I brought up Goldberg. I think the likelihood is more Mercedes. But you know what? You make another good point too, Tommy, in the fact that maybe it's not a big a name as that we think that it is because if it's a really big name, wouldn't you make more of a a a pronunciation on it, more of like this is a big announcement? Maybe you would do it on Dynamite. Or maybe he's trying to get more pay-per-view buys for Saturday. Um, Rob Van Dam. Ron Van Dam, we've seen him on TV, but he has not 
signed with AEW is not a part of the AEW roster. And Cali. It's a very good possibility. There's Again, my guess. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit, credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.